Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing fabulous today. I am self-reflecting. I uh, thought that it would be a good time to record an episode just because the podcast is about getting over life's matters, right? And we have these things happen every day that make us stronger and polish us and make us better. And it's not always easy. And that is something that everybody has, no matter what you do. You could be a construction worker, a truck driver. You could be, you know, a plumber. And you have these issues that come up every day, emotionally, physically, and you have to deal with them as an adult and figure out the best course of action. And sometimes those courses are perfection. And some of them are not. And when they're not, you really have to self-reflect. And that self-reflection is such a huge deal in adult life. Because no matter what role you're playing, which we talk about a lot on this podcast, you have to identify the source of the issue and then you have to correct it, right? And it's humbling and it's embarrassing and it is uh, enlightening in some regard, right? Because... You're looking at yourself and thinking about the things that you could have done differently, right? And then when those things come up again for yourself or if they come up for somebody else that you know, that happens to me a lot, actually. Um, I'll go through something and then somebody that I love or that I care about or that I'm trying to advise goes through something very similar in their personal life or professional life. And then I can say to them, Oh my gosh, I remember when that happened to me. Listen, this is what it's going to feel like. This is what it's going to do to you. This is how it's going to end up. What you need to do is X, Y, Z, or it always helps and makes you more comfortable if you bring X, Y, Z, or just know that this is going to happen. That way, if you expect something, it's so much better than when something happens unexpectedly. And usually that other person is pretty excited that someone else has been there and done that through whatever it is that's going on. Anyhow, uh, it is currently, at the time of this recording, it is the bustling holiday season still. And there's a lot of preparations going into food and shopping and gift giving and all of the wonderful amazing things that come with the holidays and then there's the stresses of getting everything done on time wrapping up a year uh getting everything together and setting goals for the following year don't know if you guys remember if you've been listening to the podcast consecutively uh in the end of last year uh every end of the year, I kind of wrap up one season and then in the beginning, I kick off a new season. And so as you guys know, from listening to this one, it's our season four. And last year for season three, I decided to start a jar that every time I would do payroll, uh, which I do on Sundays, uh, I would write something great that happened in that week. And so Uh, Every other Sunday I do payroll. So that was my reminder for that. But I set another reminder to write something down that was great that happened and and put it in the jar. Well, this week I get to go through that jar 
And it's a lot of reflecting of great things that happened as a result of lessons that I'd learned and strengthening as a soul, right? I had gotten out of towards the end of this year meditating as much as I was and it really impacted the way that I felt about certain things and honestly the lack of meditation which is uh you know not like me it was just not utilizing the room as much as I was in previous seasons uh and the reason for that is I got a puppy And as you guys know, Ruby now is going to be a year old uh, in February. And she has her needs her space, right? We live in a spot that doesn't have a whole lot of places for uh, her to, you know, run through a field uh, of, you know, it's not a farm. So, uh... (laughs) That room was the perfect room to crate train her for when I do have to go into the office or when I'm running errands or things like that. That way she has her own space. Well, it being her own space, I was meditating and she was whimpering or she was barking or, you know, she was outside the door wondering what I was doing. And it was just impossible to gain any sort of concentration or center myself or find, you know, some of that self-care that I needed so badly. At any rate, I saw it starting to have an impact on my mental health and I hadn't gone to like any sort of therapy in a really, really long time. And I started to consider it before I considered the factors of Hey, you haven't used your spiritual room in a while. You have it set up. It's so good for you. Everything's feng shui'd, you know, in the house in general. And I started to feel really bad about me, right? And I don't know if anybody else goes through this. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Uh, But in that course of thought, I really, you know, was trying to identify why hadn't I been meditating? Why hadn't I been, you know, doing my full moon practices, which I absolutely love and would find so much enjoyment out of. I used to take, you know, baths in, you know, between showers a lot just to kind of center and everything. I started to have some back pain this season. Uh, and, and it was like unexplainable back pain in one isolated spot. And, I'm still going to my doctor and trying to figure out what's causing it. I haven't had any x-rays or anything like that, but uh, sitting anywhere for too long gets kind of crazy for me because of that one spot in my back. I started putting on weight again, uh, which I had talked to you guys about before, uh, really just figuring out what is happening right now because mentally I felt pretty okay right? I'm getting through every day, waking up, doing everything I should be doing. I'm hitting all the marks that I should be hitting for the most part, doing everything that is needed from me in the roles that I play in my life. Okay. I have things to celebrate. You know, I've got family that is moving down where I live. And that's the first time in 20 years that I'm going to have additional family members around. Uh, I've got this brand new 
puppy who is such an amazing part of my life. Um, work is good. My relationship is good. My home is good. Um, I was able to pay off some of my big bills this past year. Uh, so those things are good. But on the flip side, there were just hurdles and they were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I had come to a crossroads where I uh, had to go to get my teeth looked at. Okay. I had the tooth fall out. Remember I told you in previous episodes, $10,000. They quoted me for the amount of work that I needed my mouth to be able to keep the teeth that I have. And so I had to really think about it. Honestly, in previous years of my life, I probably would have been like, absolutely, whatever you need, I will do. I I don't care, you know, but this was something that was like, with inflation and the economy and my other health expenses with my diverticulitis, my hospital stays and my thyroid disease, my autoimmune disease, all of those things. Now I have this big, this big situation to consider with my mouth. And I started looking at things a little bit different. What if I, I cut these things out and I did this instead? What if I spent my time doing this instead of doing this? What, what makes me the happiest that's low cost or free? Um, and then I started thinking about myself, you know, how secure am I in all of the categories of my life? You know, I've got taxes coming up. Am I ready for those? I've got, you know, different accounts that I need to review. Am I good in all of those? How is my job? How is my relationship? How is my home? How is my family? You know? And so I started reflecting on some of those things and it was a journey. Uh, The last couple weeks have been for sure a journey. Uh, Some of it has been very hard. And I don't think that this podcast would be what it is if I didn't highlight the hard things that we all go through. And and I didn't even realize how many people go through all the things that uh, life hands to you until I started watching TikTok more. Uh, TikTok gets a bad rap, but it is amazing. It is so great. I... uh, I have made some pretty cool friends on there and uh, they make me laugh and they give me good advice, really good advice uh, to let me know that I'm not the only person who's going through stuff. I'm not the only person who's learning these lessons and seizing the opportunities for great things to happen also and teaching me about different ways that I can get back into being more of my spiritual self, getting back into having a little bit more self-care, getting back into portioning my food again. I started thinking after a while, why am I spending one of the only two days that I have off consistently portioning food? 
measuring out my side dishes, measuring out my meats, food saving them, spending extra money on food saver bags, etc. And then I started gaining weight. And I realized that it was because I I was using that day off to relax. And where is that fine line? You know, do I spend a whole day portioning food? Because that's what I was doing on Sundays. I would portion food and then I would work at night. So do you spend a whole day doing that and only have one day to yourself to run errands? It's not even to yourself because you're running errands for your family most of the time. So do you spend one of your two days taking, you know, self-care or do you have a self-care day and then portion your food on Sundays and then work, right? And some of you that listen who are on the VSG journey, like I have been, you would say, well, portioning your food is self-care, right? But my feet would hurt, my knees would hurt, my back, uh, because I've got all of this other stuff going on that I can't take anything more than Tylenol for. And every time I go to ask for anything that helps with any sort of pain that I have, every doctor gives me the hardest time in the world. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just like, forget it. I'm good with my Tylenol. That's fine. You know what? You don't have to give me anything else <laughs> because it's like a big whole scenario. In which I got to say, I appreciate to an extent. Okay. But in the other extents, it's like, why even ask? Why even ask? I've heard so much about pain management that it's like Tylenol or nothing for me at this point. I don't even want to have a conversation with a doctor about why uh, it would help me to have something stronger than a regular Tylenol because it's just not worth it's not worth a conversation. They don't know who that they can trust in that regard. So they kind of talk to everybody like they are, um, you know, saying that they're in pain falsely. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. I'll just have Tylenol. I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, it's so annoying, though. I got to say, it's, I'm so annoyed by that. Um, it's happened, uh, quite a few times to me this past year, especially, oh my gosh, I don't know if I told you, hold on, I'm going to take a drink of my coffee. I don't know if I told you, but earlier in the year, I was busy doing all the things and I went and I picked up a prescription, uh, of my sleeping pill and I brought it home and went on with my life. And all of a sudden, at that, when night came, I went to go take my sleeping pill and I couldn't find them. Okay. And I'm always buzzing around. I'm buzzing around the house, cleaning up, doing the rest of the dishes, you know, washing the windows, coming through the laundry room, throwing some laundry in the dryer, you know, hanging some stuff up. I mean, I'm always walking around into something, right? I'm, I will sit and I'll go to watch a movie and I'll notice something in the corner of the room, like um, a cobweb or something like fingerprints on my glass table or something like that. And it will bother me until I get a towel to go wipe it off. Okay. So keep that in mind. It's a big part of the story. So I 
look everywhere. I mean, turn everything upside down. I'm looking in drawers that I haven't been in in a year or two. I mean, I'm in storage. I'm under the bed. I'm everywhere. I can't find these pills anywhere. All right. So I call the doctor and I'm like, hey, you'll never believe what happened to me. I went to the pharmacy. I picked up the medication and I lost it. I don't know what I did with it. They're like, how could you have lost your medication? I'm like, I don't know. I, I I had it and now I don't. And I don't know. I never left. I'm still here. So, you know, I think I might have thrown it away. Right. I had to file a police report against myself so that I could get my medication back. And then they were limited to how much they could give me. And it wasn't covered anymore by insurance because my sleeping pill was is a controlled substance, turns out. So that was awkward and uncomfortable and weird to have to do that. And it sucked because then for like a month, I didn't have the medication that I needed to sleep. So I was up all night and then working all day for weeks and... At the point that I'm at, sometimes like a Tylenol PM or um, something over the counter will work, uh, but it's really hard to, I mean, it's, it depends on what kind of day I've had. It depends on what time I woke up in the morning. It depends on how much coffee I'd had. And on most of those days, I didn't drink coffee at all because I was afraid that I wouldn't sleep for days. Like... I could stay up for days. So I was very stressed about that. That that worked itself out, but it was very scary. Uh, moral of that story is if you get a prescription, make sure that you put it someplace safe immediately after taking it because everybody that I talked to from that point forward was like, how did you lose your medication? How did you lose it? Did you lose it? Did you sell it? Did you did you throw it away? Is it in the dumpster? Someone could die. If they got a hold of it, they could die because your name's on it. You'd be responsible. You need to be, you know, more cautious. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't want anything to happen to anybody. I just lost my medicine. You know, never again, never again. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. I come straight back from that pharmacy whenever I get anything and I put it straight where it needs to go and never again. Anyway, so uh, yeah, it's been a roller coaster and I have decided that I'm going to do some things to try to get that self-care time back. And I'd already talked to you guys about trying to go back on the wagon with eating healthier. And I'm, I'm really having a hard time getting motivated this year to do that uh, because it is time consuming and I don't really like exercise as much as some do. Some people love it. Some people are like, I need to go to the gym. And that's not me. It's not me. I don't like being around a whole bunch of people like that. I don't like the smell of gyms. I don't like that. Even if there's signs all over the gym that say this is a no judgment zone, I feel judged <laughs> because I'm a big girl, right? I always have been for the most part. And so gym clothes, whether they're baggy or they're tight, are not always the most flattering. And 
then you get to move in and stuff like that and your bones are not used to it your muscles aren't used to it and a lot of you listening that go to the gym a lot are like well they get used to it you just have to work through the pain I get that I've had the personal trainers and I have had the nutritionalists I've had everything and uh mentally I have to I have to exercise my mental state to really get into that because I envy the people who love the gym. I think that it is so awesome knowing people that love exercise and love you know dieting recipes, things that are good for you. And I enjoy being around people who are able to find the fun in stuff like that. Uh, sometimes, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I'm like, uh, cause I'm in a different place in my life. So sometimes I'm like, oh gosh, I, what's wrong with me? There's the self-reflection again. What is wrong with me that I don't feel the way that they do about going to the gym? What is wrong with me that I don't feel the way they do about eating a bowl of broccoli as opposed to a bowl of ice cream, you know? And I have known people through my VSG journey who have never, ever strayed away from the process and they live a happier life for it. Uh, then I know some people who it never worked for from the day they got home from the hospital. They never were able to commit or see the body changes in the lifestyle that was necessary. Then for me... I was going, 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 researching, teaching, helping to understand the process and investing in mental health care as much as physical health care. And then this year with everything in the world, the excuses that I could give to you, uh, I fell out and away from those things. And it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't want to paint that, that picture with this brush. Uh, it was just different. It was different as a part of maybe the age that I am, the people that I'm around, the state of the world. Um, we have pretty much polished off the COVID era, uh, at least for the time being. And we have embarked on, you know, five groceries costing $60 plus depending on what you get, maybe even more. Uh, we've embarked on a life of more convenience where we're not in the mall all the time. We're not in the Walmart or the store constantly. At least I'm not. Um, we have turned the page on um, technology. We've got AI. We've got electric vehicles. We've got all kinds of stuff coming out that's convenience, right? Kind of goes back to the last thing. And mentally, uh, I think that we are all trying to adjust and some people are doing really, really well. Like I was watching the other day online and there was a guy on live and he was in his penthouse in Las Vegas and he had gotten into some sort of uh, internet boom, he had embarked on creating uh, social media sites that don't use actual people. Their auto-generated auto voices created 
by chatbots and they teach people about things and show stock photos and with all of the subscribers that want to learn about whatever his content is he gets a a bump from that financially and he makes seven million dollars a year doing this and that's how he bought his penthouse is he has multiple and he has classes out where he was talking on the live and this guy is probably 23 years old and I'm sitting there and I'm watching him and I'm listening to what he's saying and he's offering these classes and he's showing his penthouse off and He's talking about how easy it was to become a millionaire and how everybody who was listening could would never believe it. And uh, that he's in, on target to become a billionaire uh, very soon. Because he's as he realized how easy it was to start this one social media platform, he started multiple that are in the works. And I'm watching him and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, how does that happen? You know, how do you wake up one day and say, I'm going to start a social media platform right now. And by the end of the month, I'm going to be $7 million richer than I am today. You know, and where is that? Where is that part of my brain that I could be like, woohoo, let's do this. You know, (laughs) I, uh, I, I am so grateful though. I'm grateful for every aspect of my life. I love my job. I love the people that I work with. I respect them. I love my home. I I love the people I surround myself with, my family, my friends. I love the insight, opinions, and guidance that the people who love me give to me and help me get through some of these jagged edges because this year it seems as though there's been a little bit more jagged edges than than there have been in the past and I'm gonna be and I'm sure I am already a stronger person as a result of it I oftentimes think about this podcast and I wonder if when something happens to me someday uh, if anybody will be able to listen to it and utilize it for the better for the good I've always said that if I could help one person through the podcast then it was worth making all these episodes and they did the wrap up, the Spotify wrap up uh, this month. And I was able to see the impact that I was having on others. And that made me feel fulfilled uh, to an extent. I love to make a difference and be there for people at the same time. And this year it's been extra hard to do because I've been trying to wrap myself around how am I going to do this? How am I going to make this work? How am I going? Why do I feel this way? Why do I think the things that I think and uh, make the mistakes that I make? And when I have the wins, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. A couple years ago, like probably six years ago now, uh, I had had a horrible year the year before. Um, So seven years ago, I had a horrible year. Everything that I touched turned to dust. I couldn't I was having just bad days after bad days after bad days. I was getting um, kind of bullied. Um, you know, I've got one of those personalities that is empathic, but also takes things really seriously, uh, at times, no matter what it is. And, uh, I was, 
the heaviest I'd ever been. I was just feeling that in life, walking up the steps, getting in my car, getting out of my car, going shopping. Anything that I did was pain. And uh, everything that came out of my mouth, it just seemed like I wasn't making any, making any sense. I wasn't doing anything right. I was hitting uh, barriers over everything. I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. It was awful. And then the page of the year had turned and when the new year had presented itself I had decided to go to the doctor about my diverticulitis my flares flare-ups were constant and I didn't really know anything about the disease and I got the test taken was advised to have VSG surgery I had the VSG surgery I followed all of the advice that I'd gotten for that After I'd had that surgery and I had dropped the first 50 pounds, my life started to change and it felt like I wasn't even trying. I was just kind of coloring by number in life. I was just doing everything that every day would present to me. I would wake up, I would get my binder out, I would see where I was. I was lucky enough that the doctor that I went to had everything bullet pointed out in a binder and had all of the contacts readily available if I had any questions. And I followed that format. And with work, I started kind of self-caring by centering myself away from everything for my lunches, my 15-minute breaks. And I would sit there and I would listen to motivational speakers uh, talking about times that they had failed and how many times they had tried to do something and it didn't work before something did. And I didn't feel like I was getting any stronger. I didn't feel like I was inspiring anybody. I wasn't trying to. I was just trying to get through life. And every day that I would get by that I ate right and was drama free uh, was a win. I would go to bed happy. And I started without even trying uh, having better days and better days and better days. People love to talk to me about my surgery. People love to talk to me about how did I go without eating solid food for so long? And how did I find the doctors that I needed? Every time I went to one of the specialists um, about any of the stuff that was going on with my health, they were all very impressed with how I was doing. I wasn't even trying, honestly. Uh, I had life's gifts just given to me. I I wasn't hurting financially. I was working two jobs. uh, So I was able to pay my bills. I wasn't feeling the tired and exhaustion from that yet, which came later. Uh, But anyway, uh, at the end of the year, I won this massive award Uh, And it was such a surprise, but I looked fantastic. I felt fantastic. I I just, everything aligned for me that year. And, uh, and I kind of rode that wave for a couple years afterwards. And then as life would have it, you know, you run into these, these times again, where you're just like, okay, uh, how do I, how do I do something remarkable so that I can ride that wave for the next couple years? And I know that we've just embarked on a new year ourselves 
And uh, at this point, at the point that this gets aired, I probably will be waist deep into uh, some amazing goals for the upcoming year. Um, But I wanted to reach out to anybody who listens to the podcast to send the message of if you're having a hard time right now, it's okay. Um, I think that seasonal depression is a very real thing. I think that the changes in life are inevitable. And that to say this too shall pass sometimes is not enough. And you need to know that you have a friend or a colleague or a connection through me that is feeling the same things and trying to find the silver lining in some of the areas of life that it can seem impossible at times and that there's nothing wrong with you for feeling this way or going through these things that they're natural natural case scenarios and you've got to self-reflect and identify what is different this year from last year how can I make next year different from this year how can I enlighten myself how can I enlighten others how can I inspire myself again motivate myself again and you know I've also had years guys where I have tried everything I have organized and journaled everything I have taken the steps to spend the extra money to get healthcare and fitness needs up to par, researched financial uh, acumen so that I could uh, do my taxes the most efficiently and position my finances where they need to be so I wouldn't have to work a second job taken care of my health so I wouldn't have to go to the doctor as much as I do and still come out on the crappy end of the stick. (laughs) So I want you to know that if you push harder and you start uh, concentrating less on the things that are not going right and you start concentrating more on how you can make a difference in your own life and how you can make that better, it makes all the difference in the world. Some of the most important lessons that I've learned this year are worrying about something is not going to make it go away. It's not going to change it. Only the actions that you take are going to change the outcome of a scenario. If you worry about it, it's just going to linger and the only person who's going to suffer from that worry is you. Another thing that I've learned is that if you just um, keep the faith in yourself and remember the wins that you've had, it will help you. It will throw the rope ladder down and help you over the big hurdles. Uh, If nobody has told you lately, you are worth it. Um, Sometimes when we're having a hard time, we can feel like we're not worth anything. And again, that's natural and it's okay. Uh, You are worth it. You're worth that and so much more. You, your dreams count for something. Your ideas are heard and they count for something. Your words and your, your, your imagination, your creativity is felt and it's appreciated. If no one even tells you, trust me, it is. And when you're having a hard time, these things are really, really easy to forget. Take this advice with you today. 
And hopefully if you're having a great year so far, you continue and you just keep climbing, you keep soaring and you keep reflecting and comparing the changes and seeing how you can be your best self. And if you're feeling low and you're feeling like you're just in the same day all of the time, then measure the differences and see what you can do to raise yourself above. Until next time, have a wonderful morning, a great afternoon, and a good night.